BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you've heard of frankincense and myrrh, it's probably thanks to the biblical account of the birth of Jesus. According to the book of Matthew chapter 2, wise men followed a bright star in the east of Bethlehem to where Jesus had been born and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. During the Christmas season, depictions of this event are ubiquitous in American culture, decorating churches and shopping malls alike. But don't let the shiny tinsel and festive candy canes distract you from our question today. What exactly are frankincense and myrrh? Both frankincense and myrrh are derived from tree sap or gum resin and are prized for their alluring fragrances. Frankincense is a milky white resin extracted from species of the genus Boswellia, which thrive in arid, cool areas of the Arabian Peninsula, East Africa, and India. The finest and most aromatic of this species is Boswellia sacra, a small tree that grows in Somalia, Oman, and Yemen. These plants, which grow to a height of about 16 feet or 5 meters, have papery bark, sparse branches of paired leaves, and flowers with white petals and a yellow or red center. Myrrh is a reddish resin that comes from species of the genus Camophora, which are native to Northeast Africa and the adjacent areas of the Arabian Peninsula. 
Camiforum myrrh, a tree commonly used in the production of myrrh, can be found in the shallow rocky soils of Ethiopia, Kenya, Oman, Saudi Arabia, and Somalia. It boasts shiny branches with sparse leaves that grow in groups of three, and it can reach a height of nine feet or about three meters. The process for extracting the sap of these trees is essentially identical. Harvesters make a longitudinal cut in the tree's trunk, which pierces gum resin reservoirs located within the bark. The sap slowly oozes out from the cut and drips down the tree, forming tear-shaped droplets that are left to harden on the side of the tree. These beads are collected after two weeks. People in East Africa and the Arabian Peninsula have produced frankincense and myrrh for some 5,000 years. For much of this time, these aromatic resins were the region's most important commodity, with a trade network that reached across Africa, Asia, and Europe. Today, demand for frankincense and myrrh has subsided a bit, but numerous Chinese, Greek, Latin, and Sanskrit texts remind us of their past importance. Frankincense and myrrh were desired for personal, religious, and medicinal use. In a time before daily bathing, people would use the sweet smoke from the resins to make themselves smell better. Egyptian women would mix frankincense ash into their eyeshadow. These substances were also widely used in religious ceremonies and burials— According to the Greek writer Herodotus, the Egyptians used both frankincense and myrrh in preparation of animal sacrifices and human mummies. Jews incorporated them into their religious ceremonies by the 3rd century BCE and Christians by the 4th century CE. The resins also had medical uses. In the papyrus Ebers from 1500 BCE, priests recommended both resins for the treatment of wounds. Other ailments they were once reported to cure included hemlock poisoning, leprosy, worms, snake bites, diarrhea, plague, scurvy, and even baldness. The high demand for frankincense and myrrh created a booming trade in the Middle East, lasting several hundred years. In the first century CE, around the height of this trade, Pliny the Elder claimed that Arabia produced approximately 1,680 tons, about 1,500 metric tons, of frankincense, and around 448 tons, or 400 metric tons, of myrrh each year. One of the most important trade centers surrounded an oasis in modern-day southern Oman— this outpost exported frankincense across Mesopotamia, India, and China from about 300 BCE to the 3rd century CE. The ruins of the settlement remain as a UNESCO World Heritage Site known as the Land of Frankincense. Clearly, frankincense and myrrh were widely available when the wise men visited the baby Jesus around 5 BCE and would have been considered practical gifts with many uses. The expensive resins were symbolic as well. A frankincense, which was often burned, symbolized prayer rising to the heavens like smoke— while myrrh, which was often used in embalming, symbolized death. So scholars think that frankincense was presented to the infant Jesus to symbolize his later role as a high priest for believers, while myrrh symbolized his later death and burial. Frankincense and myrrh may not be as popular as they once were, but they're still used today in some ways that you might not expect. They're common ingredients in modern perfumes and cosmetics, continuing a tradition that's lasted thousands of years. Scientists are finding new uses for the substances as well— Recent studies suggest that frankincense or its extracts may help in treating asthma, rheumatoid arthritis, Crohn's disease, and osteoarthritis. Researchers have also discovered possible benefits of myrrh in the treatment of gastric ulcers, tumors, and parasites. Today's episode was written by Clint Pumphrey and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other spicy topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. No one likes to talk about money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice.